Hello, everyone. It's your favorite neighborhood hot messes here. I'm Rachel Ostrout. I'm Sydney Glenn. I'm Keegan Morgan. And we are Trauma Tuesdays. Trauma Tuesdays. Woo! Woo! Woohoo! <laughs> I've got two women crocheting in front of me. <laughs> I messed up my crochet. I line. don't know what you guys' Friday nights look like, but this is this is what mine looks like. Yes. Also, Happy New Friday? Year! Woo! We happy are Happy New Year. We are still in 2021. I forgot what year it was. I know. Like I, I genuinely said, like fully think I'm in 20. We are in genuinely 2020. COVID 19 is one year, and it is just one length of year. It's like dog years. We're like it feels like seven years in one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway, not to get just like philosophical. Like, <laughs> what is it called? Uh, philosophical. Yes, philosophical. You um, were getting there. But mm-hmm. yeah, no. This episode we're filming it ahead of time, but it will be released after it's this year is over. Which is scary. Happy scary. New year. Ooh. So I what are we hate t- the way I said that. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about in this new year as our first podcast into the new year? I think the new year we should bring negativity first thing. So <laughs> yeah. Been there, we done that. are going to be skimming the Am I the Asshole Reddit page. Not to sponsor by Reddit. This is sponsored by Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be just scanning through the am i the asshole reddit page if you don't know what that is uh it's all over tiktok right now that's where i got the idea from i I absolutely stole this from like a random podcast that popped up on tiktok um but that's fine because who's gonna sue me no one um so uh, basically on reddit there is this thread where you can if you're not sure whether you're in the right or not you can post the whole situation and everyone else determines whether or not you are the asshole and so there's the option for not the asshole you're the asshole or everyone sucks here and so Sometimes it's like already determined or sometimes you have to like look through the comments. They'll post an update. Some of these get really heated. So I've just skimmed the page, uh, read the first sentence of some of them and then pulled them aside. So I don't know what they are yet. Uh, But yeah, I'm going to be reading them and we will all determine whether or not they are the asshole and we may disagree on them, which I think would be funny. (coughs) I love it. I'm excited. Okay. You guys ready to judge people? New New Year say me. Me. <laughs> okay. Am I the asshole for claiming total control over the, ther- the thermostat? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know the stakes here aren't as high as many stories typically shared here, but I really would like some feedback on my situation, so I appreciate you all bearing with me. I want to start off by saying my apartment is very old and very poorly built. The insulation here is terrible, and I live in a part of the world where the summers are blistering and the winters are positively frigid. Right now, what Florida? right now it's freaking cold my partner and i have been living here for six years together and it's been great he's practically perfect in every way and we're both great at working together and compromising when we don't see eye to eye except on this Uh. every single year without fail winter rolls around and the thermostat war begins and i don't mean teehee cute little back and forth about it i mean this is world war (laughs) three He wants it down to the brink of seeing your breath at night, and I want it up to 75 slash 78, which in our house means the actual temperature is close to the high 60s. He says it's a waste of money and I should just wear more layers. I say I pay the bills and have a right to not freeze my butt off. Oh, that's new. That's new information. And that I shouldn't have to wear an oppressive amount of clothing to stay comfortable. That and I have reptiles, even with heat pads. This is a very interesting household. 
like there's like people living in this old place for six years she, she has feels reptiles so everywhere she's wearing like 60 pairs of clothing like that one scene from friends where like chandler puts on all his clothes um all of joey's clothes yes um, <laughs> um okay even with heat pads the house br- being freezing brings down the entire enclosure temperature and sick snake vet bills are astronomical that's hard to say sick snake vet bills here's the thing i, I don't a snake I don't just pay the heat slash electric. I pay all the bills and I don't just pay all the bills. I give him $300 a month towards the electric for nine months out of the year. Our electric doesn't break 150. The rest of the money he can play with or put in the gas tank or whatever. You're his mom. You're not his girlfriend. You're his mom. So it really bugs me that I pay double the cost for electric year round. And then for three months of the year is actually close to what I'm paying. He claims it's a waste of money and turns down the heat. I've told him not to touch it. He tells me not to touch it. He turns the heat off. So I pump it up to 90 in response until the house warms back up. There is no compromise to be had. I am adamant that the thermostat is my domain. He thinks I'm the asshole. So am I the asshole? So here's what I think, right? Like something that needs to be addressed is if you are in a relationship and you are fine (laughs) with being the main source of income as the house, this is the norm. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you get to control everything. It's just not true because everything in a relationship should be a compromise. And if the compromise is you paying the bills and you doing all of this, that is a part of your relationship. Mm -hmm. And if you want him, if you think that that gives you more control over things that you have, I don't think that's fair or true because it's a compromise. I don't think it should give her, I don't think she thinks it gives her control over like him, but I honestly think if she's paying the bills and she's paying him $300 a month for no reason she's giving him an allowance so I think honestly yeah she does own the thermostat she pays for it. she's the only one who does and she pays extra because she gives him money little allowance money and so I think that this honestly this relationship doesn't seem great but <laughs> no. no she said that they compromise on everything else so it must be like something going on with this but I don't think that this person's the asshole I think they deserve to put the heat I on think- a normal amount I think he should be way more understanding. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I think that it should be a compromise in the sense of like you see. So we've had an issue like this in my like in my apartment and because I like it warmer and some of my roommates like it colder. And the even Mm -hmm. worst part is my room gets a lot of great airflow and then the other rooms don't. And so the AC just like pumps into my room and it doesn't pump into their room. Yeah. So. The way that we kind of compromised on it was I we could have it a little bit warmer during the day and then cooler at night since I can bundle up at night. Mm. Um, but the biggest thing is, is do it halfway in between. And also, you should not be going 68 to <laughs> 78. 78 is blistering. Um do it halfway in between to where he's like a little warm, but he's comfortable well, it's an old and house, short. So 78 on the thermostat feels more like 68. That's what they Oh, is that what they said? Yes. Okay, because uh, it's an old house. So I still think that they should like do a comfortable in between where one person could wear like shorts and a t shirt and the other one can wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt. I also Also, think Oh, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) If his argument is to save money, whose money is he trying to save with a three hundred dollar allowance? No, that's ridiculous. He wants to keep the rest for himself. That's what's going on. He doesn't want to pay all of it. So I think Mm. when you agree to take three hundred dollars a month from your girlfriend who's already paying her half of the bills, you kind of agree to give up responsibility of the thermostat. If you want it to be a fair game, you should pay part of it. Yeah, if you're going to be an asshole about it, I 
Yeah, you should definitely pay part of you it. You just have to go to the number in between. Like, he wants exactly. it 60 degrees, you want it 80, you have to do 70. Okay. Even though both of you guys are mad about it. Or get one of those expensive-ass, like, uh, mattresses that you can control, like, oh, the yeah. temperatures of. <laughs> You guys will be way happier. Okay, so this one, they have closed the thread and they have determined that this person is not the asshole. I think she should kill him. Oh my God. <laughs> I, gone girl vibes. <laughs> Hypothetically. Okay. Uh, legally. Wait, what was it? Was it for... Um, Hypothetically. For legal reasons. For legal reasons. Okay. For legal reasons, you should kill him. <laughs> Am I the asshole for not wanting my husband to accept a gift from his ex-fiance? So me and my husband have been together for over four years and two years of that married. Last year, my husband was being a huge jerk to me and our close friends. So none of us got him a Christmas present or a birthday gift this year. Damn. How much, like how big of a jerk do you have to be? No one gives you a present the whole year. Wait, your husband was a jerk to you? Yes. And they're close friends. So none of them got him a Christmas present or birthday gift. So even after Damn. he got his shit together and treated us a lot better, we're still trying to see if we want him to get him a gift this upcoming Christmas. But considering a lot of us get our Christmas shopping done before Thanksgiving, we decided to get him any gifts a little later and he would probably get his Christmas gifts. Are they like, are they like giving him coal? Like what is, he sounds like a child. What is yeah. happening right now? Yeah. Okay. Bad this is weird. Be? Okay. Uh, probably get his Christmas gifts in January or February. Recently, however, I saw that my husband has been talking to his ex on Facebook and she offered to get him a Christmas gift this year. No, Facebook is always where middle-aged cheating happens. No, yeah, literally. (laughs) I brought this up to him and told him I wasn't comfortable with him reconnecting with his ex much, much less receiving gifts from her. He told me that unless me... Me and our group of friends get him something this year. He's taking what he can get. Divorce, babes. Divorce. No, this already sounds like they need to be divorced before I even got to this point. Yeah. I reminded him that the reason he didn't get any gifts was because he was being a jerk. And he said, I know I was being a jerk last year, but I'm better now. And the fact that you can acknowledge the fact that he's trying to make things better is selfish and narcissistic. She's being narcissistic? He said that unless he gets a Christmas gift from me and one of our friends, he's taking his ex's present because he deserves something this year. So am I the asshole here or am I justified? Okay. Oh, and then they have an edit. Okay, so I should explain how he was being a jerk. He was being very rude and would have a lot of arguments about his attitude. He'd make insensitive jokes here and there and was all around pretty much annoyed at everything. Okay, I... But you get them a gift because you love them. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I have some pretty shitty people in my life. Who, like, I happily get them gifts every year because I still love them. And, like, if it's to the point where, like, you are punishing them <laughs> because you think that they are treating you so awful, you that you should not be in each other's lives anymore. You exactly. just shouldn't. Yeah, I, and, like, whoever's things, in the right, it doesn't matter. I just scrolled through the responses. A lot of them are, like, how old are you guys? This sounds like middle school. And so somebody <laughs> said that they seem like the type of couple that, like, after this fight, they would turn their relationship status to is complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I, I genuinely think it's kind of manipulative the fact that she's holding this gift thing over his head. Like I I don't think they should be in a relationship because if he's being a but like if he's being a butthole, then you should not be with him. Mm-hmm. But if you're holding this over the head, you over his head, like oh you know, what you're not gonna get a gift this year if you're bad. Like who are you, Santa? No, he's like nine. Also the fact this that the whole friend Santa. group was in on it. Like what? What kind of friend group is this? This is so weird. Yeah. I think this is this is everybody sucks here. They this haven't is- determined a uh, full one, but scrolling through, it seems like either you're the asshole or everyone sucks here. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely okay. Sorry. Am I the asshole for hiding money from my parents? No. 
Hi, I'm 16 male, and ever since I got a job, my parents have been making me give them half my paycheck for rent. 16? That is so fucked up. I have five younger siblings, and my parents said I had to start pulling my weight. It really sucks because they also want me to pay for stuff like new clothes and shoes. It was also, like, impossible to save. I really want my own, own car and some for college. When I got a raise at my job, I decided not to tell them. My pay went from $8 an hour to $13 an hour. I was so stoked, but I knew my parents would make start making me pay more, so I hid it. Because I choose to get paid by check, I just take it into the bank and cash it so my parents won't be able to see the direct deposit. I can only work 20 hours a week because of school, so before I could only save a little under $300 a month, but now I can save $600 a month. This has been going on for four to five months. The other day, my mom found my savings and my parents confronted me. They could tell it was too much and made me show her my pay stub from the week before. To punish me for lying, they took $3,000 of the $4,000 I had saved. Now I'm back at square one and won't be able to save as much. Manipulative. Edit. This, they, this, they added this later. So I was talking to my cousins about the situation, and apparently one of them told my grandparents. And surprisingly, they reached out to my parents and talked to them. I don't know what my grandfather said exactly, but I was in my room doing school, and all of a sudden my mom walked in and put the cash down and Period. told me not to se- keep secrets anymore and left. Period. I counted it as the full 3000 And one of my friends is 17 and said his parents don't touch or check his money, and I could set up a savings account through him and set up with direct deposit for the time being. My cousin Aww. also offered to help me set up a bank account, so I have options, I guess. Aww. No, yeah. Wow. That, that is ridiculous. So No, he's the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. that guy. <laughs> no. The 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, you're doing a great job reading these stories, by the way. Thanks. You're I was welcome. in theater kid. Oh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah. Uh, TKE, theater kid energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, like, this is, somebody said this is financial abuse, and that's, like, exactly Absolutely. what I described. Like, what? Absolutely. Not to mention that, okay, so when you're 18... Your parents couldn't say, okay, you can either pay rent here or you can go find an apartment. He's not even given that option. He can't find an apartment at 16. Like, there's, they're pushing him into a corner and giving him no choice. Also, the grandparents, like, why are the parents... No, no, that's... Your kid is not a working mule for you. You you do not... Telling your kid that you have, you have given them a roof over their head, you have given mm-hmm. them clothes, is manipulation because that is the bare minimum and that is what the law requires you to give a child. Yes. You do not get any credit for that. You just don't. You don't get any credit for feeding your kid. You just you. Oh, that also, shit pisses me off. Also, it's an option. Off. It's optional to buy your kid a car. Will it help them a lot? Yes. But like the fact that they're not buying him a car and taking his money—that's ridiculous. Like they're absolutely using him. So here's mm-hmm. my thing, especially is the fact that it's a percentage, and so they're saying "quote unquote" rent money is a percentage of that's, that's not how landlords work that's not how <laughs> landlords work first nope. of all they're taking your money because they're lazy um second of all <coughs> second of all it's ridiculous that they're like oh my gosh how dare you keep this secret that this money that you worked your ass off for you're not al- like you're not allowed to keep this and then take three thousand they're manipulative. How are like, they getting to this job, by the way? I wonder if it's just, like, something they can walk to. Like, mm, a yeah. lot of, like, in my, like, town, there's plenty of things you can walk to. If you're mm. in, like, near the town area, there's, like, a bunch of, like, restaurants and stuff like that. So, I, I think. See. Or a bike. Or maybe? a bus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's, like, a bigger city, bus is pretty nice. Yeah. No. Obviously, I think not the asshole. No. <laughs> wow. Not the asshole. But I, they know that. They should know that. 
I think, think because he's a kid, he was like trying to figure out whether he's in the right because like it can be hard if your parents are really manipulative Absolutely. to figure out what is the truth or not because at that age they're telling you this is what the world is like and you just kind of believe them because you don't have any other experience yet. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like gaslit to Yeah, be exactly. And so I think maybe this person like this poor kid probably genuinely did wonder whether or yeah. not he was. I would honestly I I know this person's not going to be listening to it, <laughs> but like I would honestly speak to like somebody in um like in your school being like hey what can i do about this because i know that you're not you're not of the age of 18 so there's a lot less rights that you have but i feel like it should be a right if you have money that you have made at on your own your social security card or your number is connected to that they're stealing like simple as that they're stealing it Mm -hmm. it's like you and they shouldn't be requ- you shouldn't be required to have to give this money up just because they say so. Yeah, I am no, so, so happy gross. that he has like family members who are on his side. I yeah. know the grandparents like he should move in with them if he can. That yeah. would be oh my god. Yeah. I also feel bad for his younger siblings because they're obviously probably going to go through this too, uh, unless the grandparents really did take over. But <laughs> okay, am I the asshole for uninviting my cousin's boyfriend from the wedding? I got engaged one month ago, and my fiancé and I got straight into planning. My cousin and her boyfriend visited last week. I've only met my cousin's boyfriend a couple of times and haven't necessarily built a relationship with him, but he's been a long-term partner of my cousin, so I'd invite him to the wedding. My cousin and I have a pretty good relationship. Sometimes, though, she's told me she fights a lot with her boyfriend because, according to her, he doesn't know when to shut up. <laughs> okay. okay. So true. Um, <laughs> you got it, Busty, yeah. I got a taste of that when my cousin visited my house with him. I'll clarify. When my cousin and I were chatting about the wedding, she asked me if I had any specific wedding rules in mind. I said that the number one rule is that nobody wears white except for the bride and the flower girls. Number two rule is that no kids are allowed. The only exceptions are our nieces and nephews who are kids of our siblings and my fiance's younger brother, who's seven years old. Rule number three, no alcohol at the wedding. My fiance used to struggle with an alcohol addiction and so did my father-in-law and they both recover now, but it can be very triggering for them. So alcohol is off limits for the sake of their recovery and health. Completely fair. My cousin said that's very reasonable. And right then I asked her if she would like to be one of my bridesmaids. She got very excited and gasped, but before she could enthusiastically say yes, her boyfriend interrupted her and said, don't say yes. That's a bridezilla in the making here. She'll make your life hell. My cousin didn't seem surprised because she had warned me about this, but I was taken aback and told him to repeat what he just said. Period. He said, I'm a bridezilla in the making and called my rules dumb, especially the alcohol one, because how are they supposed to have fun without alcohol? He also said he'd sneak a bottle in anyway. I kindly explained the alcohol part to him and he said he doesn't give a fuck and that I shouldn't have to refrain from drinking because my cousin and father-in-law are struggling. Then I said those exact words. I'm sorry, cousin's name, but this is unacceptable. Your boyfriend is not invited. I hope you understand why. I'll consider it after he apologizes. Cousin tried to calm me down and said he'll apologize, but he insisted that I'm still a bridezilla in the making and doesn't apologize to entitled women. fuck? I said that calling a woman a bridezilla for having a reasonable request is enough of a reason. Correct, Billy. (laughs) Correct, Billy. Out. Enough of a reason to be uninvited. So for that alone, he's not invited anymore. And the fact that he made it worse by insulting my fiance and father-in-law made it worse. My cousin apologized for this, got him, and left. I like to imagine that she like took him by the scruff, like the collar, just like dragged him out like a dog. You want to see a bridezilla? You want to see a motherfucking bridezilla, bitch? My cousin understands why I won't invite him, but my cousin's mom and dad are mad at me and claim that I'm taking it too far by uninviting him, and I shouldn't punish him for speaking his mind. Uninvite the parents. I don't think I'm the asshole. Uninviting, you're saving a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah, you're saving a lot of dinner plates. I don't think I'm the asshole, but I might be biased. So, do you think I'm the asshole here? Uh, 
Okay, so first of all, whose wedding is it? Oh, it's not theirs? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. Also, like, I like how he's like, you can't stop people from sneaking it in. It's like, if they have any respect and love for her, which they should since they're at the wedding, they won't. Like, that's not hard. It's not like it's a random party, like, where you're trying to stop high schoolers from sneaking some in. Like, these are people who love and care about her and probably know why there's no alcohol there. Uh, Honestly, that's (laughs) my thing. Like, that's what I was thinking is, like, okay, how old are we? And (laughs) second, um, if you can't sit through an event to without drinking alcohol, maybe you should reevaluate something because you need to be able to have like alcohol seems fun. You know, it has its place in life, but that doesn't mean that if you can never have fun without alcohol, then you have an attachment to it mm-hmm. and an addiction to it. Mm-hmm. So you should not. Oh my god! Anyways, <laughs> I'm just mad about this. No, yeah, that's like horrible. Yeah, like, and clearly has- there's somebody in the right. Like this is an easy one, like easy as fuck. Yeah, because and- it's her, like it's her wedding. Exactly, and also like yeah, it's her wedding, and so it's like who's paying for it? Um, yeah, even if it's not her paying for it, it's like <coughs> probably the parents paying for it. The cousins are definitely not paying for it, so mm-hmm. she can invite whoever she wants and go leave. You're just a cousin. You're not a grandmother. You're not well, immediate also, family. So and bye. the fact that he said he would sneak some in is alone enough for them to like have a bouncer there. Like the fact that he's like already saying that like he's going to purposely ruin the wedding by doing that. So he is someone who much less. I don't even think if he apologizes, he doesn't deserve to be there. Like, no obviously. rights. No rights granted. Because he's obviously man. doesn't feel sorry because he didn't apologize then. Let's hope that uh, she uninvites him and then the cousin, the girl goes and becomes a bridesmaid and then she really enjoys herself without him there. Yeah. And realizes how happy she is when he's not around. And then, you know. And meets a quite handsome man. Yeah, hooks up with one of the groomsmen. Quite handsome man named. Oh my God, she hooks up with Billy. Billy's at the wedding. (laughs) Billy's like, my God. Bitch, I heard your story. I'm here. She's like 35 and he's just like really into Mills. (laughs) Billy is. Billy, are you? I have no type. Billy really? No Bad type. bitches is the only thing that you like? Wow. <laughs> Billy, okay. I live by that. <laughs> I yes, live he, by that. Yes, he does. Correct, Billy. Okay. Good job. So we are saying, <laughs> you are not the asshole. Yeah, absolutely. Am I the asshole for calling out my mother-in-law for at her daughter's memorial service for implying her daughter's death was sadder because she wanted children? My 26 male Ooh. wife's 26 female, younger sister, 23 female, passed away unexpectedly. It was shocking for all of us, and I've just been trying to be supportive while processing my own grief. At her memorial service, I overheard a relative who had lost her only child tell my mother-in-law that that while my sister-in-law's death was tragic, at least she had another child. My mother-in-law tried to explain that that wasn't any consolation since her daughters were both unique individuals, but then they got into a borderline argument about it. My mother-in-law then tried to put it to rest by saying, in any case, even if I still have my wife, sister-in-law, was the was my only hope for having grandchildren. Oh, okay. Even if, even if I still have daughter one, who this guy is married to, the sister-in-law who died was the only hope for having grandchildren since daughter one doesn't want any. So he heard her say that, she's talking about his wife right now, doesn't want any, so I'll, I'll always be mourning that missed possibility. For context, my wife and I aren't even child-free. We just don't want to have children until at least our late 30s. It has always been a sore po- sore point for her mother who has made it clear to everyone that she believes we are lying about delaying it just to avoid discussing it with her 
That's such a weird thing to discuss. Okay. It's mm-hmm. not her right. At that point, I interrupted and said it's a very insensitive thing to say about both her daughters. She uh-huh. reduced one's entire value to her openness towards having children and dismissed another's value for not having children in the near future. Period. My mother-in-law seemed to not even consider my point and was mostly just incensed about how I could even confront her at a time like this. She finally told me she's not in any state to deal with this and left. I later told my wife about it and she said even if I was right that this wasn't the time to bring it up and that she doesn't have any emotional capacity to even care about it at the moment. I feel really guilty for being responsible for creating some new drama right now but I also think what my mother-in-law said was highly dismissive and I had to defend my wife right there. No, uh, you didn't create props to you for actually sticking up for your wife um, because I that is one thing that like dealing with like losing a sister myself um it gets messy and then you start hearing so many people say insensitive things like that and you're just like what the hell like like i know i've cussed a few times on this podcast (laughs) but like genuinely like what the fuck like it just makes me so angry whenever people think they have the right to say something like that it's like that's gonna make me feel better that this whole human being that i created or that i knew and was so close to is i'm not gonna go on a tangent sorry but like you can it's a podcast oh my god like i could go on a tangent because i've had something similar happen to me like this where someone has told me stuff like that and i'm like did you just hear yourself right now like no you're not the asshole for being for sticking up for your wife because honestly if i was in that situation and you boiled <coughs> it down to me being only there for like having children i would hope you'd stick up for me too mm-hmm and like honestly the biggest asshole here is the relative who said at least you have another one yeah as if they're just like replaceable and they're just like the same person you just have multiples like oh yeah at least you collected them at least why, you had multiple daughters why do people think it's appropriate to compare trauma and like you don't the, know how at it the affects literal people. memorial too like what i've literally, yeah the, yeah i've that was a good time to do that <laughs> oh, i yeah. think i've literally had not to just make this by myself but You're i've not? literally had um one time, one of my quote-unquote friends at the time, um, she said while we were, like, walking back from, like, something at band camp. Anyways, um, she was like, oh, you know, I feel like a, a relation, like, breaking up with someone and death are very similar. But I feel like sometimes breaking up with someone is worse than someone dying because you see them every day. No. I was like, <laughs> I wish, I wish that I popped off on her at that mm-hmm. moment. But like, she'll how do be- learn. She will. I don't know because she's also one of those that she's the victim. Uh huh. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, like, I just don't understand how people think that it's okay. Like, do you not think for five more seconds? Yeah. Okay, so they actually deemed that this guy was the asshole for having the conversation at the memorial service. So basically oh. they said his wife was right and that he should have waited even like a day and that she wasn't in the right headspace to even hear it. So he was deemed officially deemed the asshole. He had a point. It was definitely the wrong time though. Okay, fair. I definitely respect that. That's fair. I think mul- Yeah, it's so messy. I think multiple people were the assholes in that situation. Yeah, no, I, I do think it's almost everyone sucks here. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, am I the asshole for not allowing my daughter to hang with her old friends? My daughter, Ava, 17 female, was in the same friend group as a girl, Maddie, 17 female, who passed away over the summer in an accident. While all the kids were spending the night at a friend's, Maddie's... She passed in an accident while all the kids were spending a night at a friend's. Maddie was a good kid, and she and Ava spent a lot of time together since they were on the same sports team. Ava was devastated. Because Ava is so young, my husband and I didn't want this to completely throw her life off course. With situations like this, it can be so easy for people to lose themselves completely 
lose themselves completely in grief, and Ava has such a bright future ahead of her. What happened was unfortunate, of course, but her life has to move forward regardless. We spent the rest of the summer and the past few months just trying to keep a sense of normalcy for Ava. After the accident happened, we took Ava on a trip to visit family out of state. We spent as much time with her as we could when we got home with movie nights and family outings. Now that she's been back in school, we've kept the ball rolling as far as her studies and extracurriculars go. In my opinion, I think Ava has been thriving in spite of everything that's happened. She doesn't mope around the house, her grades have stayed consistent, and she's still participating in everything she used to. Yesterday evening, a girl that was part of Ava's old friend group came by the house unannounced. Here is where there might be an issue. We did not specifically tell Ava she wasn't to see any of those friends, but we've encouraged her to keep a distance from them. Neither of us thought that it would be healthy for Ava to stay so attached to the group after what happened, and as far as we've known, she hasn't spoken to any of them since the summer. It isn't like Ava is isolated. She has other friends that she can spend time with, but Ava has been doing so well, we don't want her being weighed down by a reminder of what everything happened. I told the girl politely to go home and that we'd appreciate it if she just gave Ava her space. She left without any issues. Ava, however, came downstairs a few minutes later and just had a meltdown. I'm keeping her from her friends. I've been ignoring her feelings. I treat her like a robot, all sorts of things. I told Ava I was doing this for her own good and that whenever she was ready, we could sit down and have a mature conversation about it. Ava didn't want to hear it. She still hasn't said a word to me or her father. I'm starting to wonder if I should have just allowed that one visit. Am I the asshole? Okay. Does someone else Oof. want to start? Because this is frustrating to me. I There's think so that many you should be here. allowed to, you should allow your daughter to do whatever she wants and you can advise her on things, but forcing her to do anything will only make her resent you and letting her make her own mistakes is how you learn in life. You cannot prevent people from doing things. That does not help them at all in life. You cannot barricade them. You cannot shelter them because they're going to learn and it's either going to hit them like a fucking brick or it can be like a subtle or a gradual learning experience, but you can't, you can't control the way that they cope because you don't know what's going on inside their mind. No matter how much you think that you know them, you do not know what's best for them. You don't. Well, there's also the aspect of this friend group didn't do anything wrong. Exactly. Like, it's not like that she's being grounded from them. Literally, just one of their friends died. And if anything, they should be helping each other right now and mourning with each other. And so mm -hmm. the fact that her daughter said you're treating me as a robot and she still isn't fully listening to her is so disturbing because her daughter is straight up saying like she thought she was coping well. I think her daughter was just doing well at hiding it. Masking, yeah. Yeah, and so like now she can't take it anymore. That was the final straw, because the she straw that broke the camel's back. And so, yeah, I think that's so fucked up and I cannot believe that like they're not letting her even see, like, one of the well, girls. And if they didn't say anything about therapy, first of all. Yeah. And second, if she hadn't been coping well, how do you think the parents would have reacted? Probably would have sheltered her more, mm -hmm. barricaded her more from seeing things. Whenever you're, like, whenever somebody is mourning something, you need to listen to them, mm -hmm. not just assume. Because I had a sim not, I personally didn't have this problem, but um, I had a friend and her mother passed away within the past few months Aww. and um the her aunt her um father's sister decided to you know kind of <coughs> help out you know and very helpful except she was kind of helicoptering them and like they were putting away her clothes just six hours after no. she had passed <sighs> like it was ridiculous i think it drives me insane whenever people assume they know what's best for you in a morning situation and then they that's the only way that you can do it. 
of course I want help. Of course I want people there to support me, but I don't want someone telling me what I'm doing is right or wrong because Correct. at the end of the day, you don't know. And masking, yeah, I'm going, if if somebody's telling me to do something and they assume I'm doing, like, I don't know, like the way that you, you're such a helicopter parent in this very moment, it feels like. And then someone brought up bringing up her grades in this post makes me feel sick. I seen a comment that Ava was there to see her friend die. The amount of damage you have done to her is astronomical, like straight up dangerous levels. And then someone else said, I feel like the original poster wants the model child with good grades and extracurriculars to show off in front of others and is completely denying her chance to grieve. And someone else said, even if it was just a goldfish that passed away, I would not blame the daughter for blowing up at her mom for repressing her ability to grieve like this is so this will affect her like the rest of her life that she feels like she cannot express her deepest emotions this is a bad core memory why are they not allowing her to see the front like i don't so it makes no sense it's called i can't trauma bond like what yeah i guess so they don't want her to think about it they're just trying to keep her busy enough that she like doesn't know that doesn't work exactly like and any therapist will tell you that like this the mother needs to go to therapy and because i think there's there's a lot of probably a lot of issues in that family because she doesn't know how to cope with feelings because she's just avoiding it and you can never just avoid it you have to go through it head on when you when you are ready keyword when you are ready if she feels like she is ready to hang out with these people because also these people know what happened they were there they all experienced it understands her more than the people who were there like her mom cannot understand her because she wasn't there and she doesn't have the same relationship and if Ugh. she chooses to act out or, like, numb the pain by, like, turning to, like, minor substance abuse or, like, by doing destructive things outside of school, she can't tell her parents about that. She doesn't have a therapist to talk to about that. She doesn't have friends to guide her in that because you took that away from her. Mm-hmm. You took away her safe space. And her safe space is not home. Safe space is rarely home for kids. Especially in cases like this, which is yeah. so disturbing. Yeah. So I think this is obviously... a you're the asshole um which i it is deemed like it says at the top that they everyone here deemed that or at least enough people that it won that this person is the asshole obviously and and i want to address that like props to the mom for trying to do what was best for them but this is controlling and it's not the right direction and you need to ask them what's best for them yeah like the family trip like that's that was like nice and i'm sure like helped a little bit but like when she gets back you have to like you can't just like put her into a robot routine as if nothing happened yeah you can't pretend like nothing happened exactly and also um what's gonna happen whenever something somebody passes or what's gonna happen whenever the mother passes how is she supposed to grieve mm-hmm. because she doesn't have you that's why i said she messed her up for the rest of her life with this yeah so she now she now has to learn on her own how to grieve because you didn't let her learn you, how to grieve basically you cut the girl who passed away out of her life Basically ignoring that she ever died or that she was ever important or part of her life. Yeah. Okay. Am I the asshole for being mad about my brother's no phone rule at Thanksgiving dinner? This year, Thanksgiving was at my brother and his girlfriend's house. Edit to make clear, only for dinner, not a sleepover or all day slash night event. His girlfriend made a rule of no phones allowed at dinner. My brother never had this rule before, but he said he agreed with it. When he got there for dinner, you had to turn your phone off and put it in a basket by the closet. No exceptions. I thought this was a huge overstep, and I'm not the only one. It's ridiculous because we're all adults, and no one should Mm -hmm. have told us what to do. Again, I'm not the only one who feels this way. Other guests have had the same problem as me and my husband. Both of us were pissed off about it. 
Technically, I had Thursday and Friday off, but I still would have liked to kept up with my emails and done some work, even if I wasn't getting paid for that time. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Sense. Yeah. My brother got mad back at me when I told him how stupid of a rule it was. Him and his girlfriend are having Christmas dinner at their house, too, but I don't want to go if the silly no phones thing is on during the dinner. Me and my brother had two big arguments about it. My husband agrees with me. Other guests agree, and I told him that he should stand up to his girlfriend over this silliness. I know mm. other people have said something to him, and they agreed with me. Okay, say one more time that people agree with you. Say one more fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> okay. literally. He thinks we're wrong. There was an argument between my husband and him also. I think it's a dumb rule to enforce on guests myself, and I think my brother and his girlfriend are really off base here. Uh, so, no, go ahead. Uh, I. So this is kind of a tricky situation. I feel like... Obviously, they can do whatever they want. You just don't show up to it. Um, but also, I feel like the known phones rule, it's a good idea and concept. But it has to be something that everyone agrees to for it to actually work like you want it. Mm-hmm. Because if you just force if you just force everybody to not use phones, then everyone's going to be thinking about it and be mad and there's going to be tension. And so now all you're doing is sitting and looking, like feeling that tension. Yeah. Well, you know when there's like a sign or like a rule and you're like, okay, something happened for that rule to be made. The way that this person said that they would have liked to have worked during Thanksgiving dinner makes me think that this is a rule that has popped up maybe because of this person. Mm -hmm. Like that is ridiculous. That's workaholic. You can't put your grown adult and you can't not check your emails for like two hours because they mm-hmm. said it's not an all day or night event. It's not a sleepover. It's they said that like it's like two hours. Like, are you kidding me? So I see. I think maybe there could be a compromise of like, yeah, turn your phones off, but you can keep it with you. Like, yeah, because but people like people don't be on it during dinner. It's not that hard for like two hours. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like the addiction to phones. <laughs> also the fact like it is not worth missing your family Christmas for this. That is ridiculous. It's like, yeah, stand up for what you believe in and whatever. Like try to do a compromise. Don't just miss your family Christmas because you want your phone. That is so ridiculous. Yeah. Also, you mentioned that the brother agreed with the girlfriend and then you were like, you should stick up to your fucking girlfriend for not yeah. telling Yeah. Um, You're just assuming that this girl is like bossing him around. You're assuming that. And also, yeah. um, don't not like you're putting him in such an awkward mm-hmm. position. Like, Pick your family or your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good job, dude. Someone said, I would understand if they were on call. But yeah, obviously they're not. It would have been put in the post if there was a clear exception. If anyone was like a doctor there. like. <laughs> yeah. I can. I feel like at the end of the day, I feel like this is kind of one of those things where um, she is the asshole. Like, like whoever's writing this. Original is, poster, yeah. Yeah, the original poster is the asshole because <coughs> you... Yes, you might not like the rule, but you can't sit and not check your phone for two hours. There's a serious problem there. And you're making a hissy fit about it. Yeah. There's a serious problem. The phone bucket, the phone basket is overstepping. I think it's way too much. You do not ask to take somebody else's possession. But it's overstepping because clearly they it's asking a lot of these people. But they're overstepping by being an asshole by not putting their phone away for two hours, your email is not that important on Thanksgiving. You should have your phone on you in case you get eight missed calls as an emergency, mm-hmm. or if you want to take a photo, or you need the very freedom because yeah, you're not you at work. Not disturb or yeah, you're on vacation. Like you deserve to do whatever you want. But for two hours, if you ask for two hours of your loved one's time and they can't give it to you, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So basically, 
we were right essentially with everyone else. It was voted everyone sucks here. So I think that people were leaning more towards like, yeah, no, you suck for like, you're a full grown adult. Like in the comments, like they were talking a lot about that, but they did agree that like, it's kind of overstepping. And so it was just an everyone sucks here. Um, Okay. Am I the asshole for getting mad at my wife whenever she talks descendingly? Period. Yeah. Descendingly about our son's work condescendingly i think is what they meant to say yeah i that oh he said edit i've been informed the word is condescendingly not descendingly <laughs> okay well that was a nice edit um he said well, while my english is pretty good it's not my first language oh okay respect okay am i the asshole for getting what mad at my wife like, fuck you dude. <laughs> <laughs> whenever she caught co- talks condescendingly about our son's work so hey. basically my son is a professional <laughs> Keegan is having a top malfunction and she likes to joke about it. (laughs) So basically my son is a professional aerial performer and is currently performing in this large and popular horror themed circus where we live. Okay. Sounds kind of interesting. I know. I know I may be biased, but in my opinion, he's really good and it's just amazing to watch him perform. Maybe a little scary sometimes. And I sometimes worry about him with all the tricks and acts he does. My wife, however, will just tell people he works in the circus, never mentioning that he's an aerial performer, that he actually works independently and is basically a contractor. I don't know if there are any proper terms, but this is the best way I can describe it. And that he works with a very large and popular circus. She just says that he works in the circus. Whenever we are out and she sees a clown, she will point at it and say, look, it's son's name. And it's very clear that she looks down on him for what he does. She assumes he makes next to nothing and is poor. I know he is. He d- No, I know he doesn't. No, <laughs> this person like typed weird, but I know he doesn't make a crazy amount, but he makes enough to support himself well. This all came to her head. This all came to a head when we were with some of her friends and one of them asked if our son could entertain her kids at a birthday party, promising to pay him generously since he must be struggling. My wife laughed and responded with, I'll see if he's free. I butted in saying he probably won't be able to since the birthday falls on a day when popular circus were when popular circus is where he works at a, as a headline aerial act and is fully booked because it's so close to new year. Almost everyone there was shocked with this info. It was new to them. My wife looked pissed and left. She sat in the car and texted me that she wants to leave. I stayed for about 20 minutes answering questions and showing them some videos. The woman who asked apologized, saying she was given the impression by my wife that her son was a struggling and failing cheap circus performer and wanted to help him. When I finally left and got in the car, my wife yelled at me, saying that I looked made her look like an idiot and a horrible mother in front of her friends. You made yourself look like a horrible mother. <laughs> You're we, being a horrible mother. When we got home, she stormed out of the car and locked herself in our bedroom, crying loudly. She's been like this for almost an hour now, and I'm starting to feel awful and like the asshole. I could have just left it alone. So, am I the asshole? Nope. Absolutely not. She is, like, that's so fucked up. Like, I, okay, so, like, if you're a true parent, you would support your child no matter what they ended up doing. Like, even if you don't agree that it's the best job, like, you still should... You don't even have to support them. You just can't talk negatively about them. Like, you don't have to talk about it at all, then. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Especially about your own children. Mm-hmm. So that is... She's the only one embarrassing herself. Like, her son isn't embarrassing with his job. She's the one who's making it look embarrassing and making cool it ass fucking job. sound like he's a clown. Yeah, no, that sounds, like, so cool. And the, and those aerial performers like that's really hard like mm-hmm. you have to train a lot for that and so like i love that the dad is like has videos and like that's so sweet oh. but like that is so messed up i think it's ridiculous and the fact that she's like victimizing herself mm-hmm. as how dare you make me look bad it's like well how dare you make our son look bad you know and yeah. also if he's doing what he loves and he's self-sustaining 
That's all you're you gonna can, respect that, you're or you're gonna, not going to be considered his mother. Exactly, <laughs> and like, mm, I had something with, and I've already forgot it. But this is just she likes to be the attention, and if any, she feels that's what it is. She feels threatened by this, mm-hmm. and you can tell because whenever the truth comes out, she victimizes herself because she's now sees the threat. Everyone else sees, quote unquote, threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's that, asshole. That but. very much irritates me because, like, she like, was like so close to realizing that. Like, I was that could have been her like moment where she's like, "Oh my god, like I need to change." But instead, she made it all about her. I had for some reason assumed that like this was, uh, like parents who had gotten together like later on in life, and then, uh, they had already had like so then there were stepsons and stepsisters and then yeah, this it was seem like it. this was the father's son who was biological to him and the mother was facing jealousy but i didn't hear any of that yeah and either way either way absolutely unacceptable and disgusting for somebody to ever like for somebody to ever talk down on something that number 1 he probably struggles with daily to have to sit there and not be able to say in 3 words what he does as a career and earn like a businessman like level of respect for it no he has to sit there and be like i'm a contractor i'm an aerial like i like i'm an aerialist but i make my own money i do my own living i'm not just like getting paid minimum wage in in, like a lifelong contract with a bad circus very popular like entertainment thing yeah it seems awesome fully booked through new year's like that sounds very yeah very successful but yeah, so they haven't had a final vote at the top, but all the things I scrolled through said not the asshole, like for the guy who posted it. No, not so, at all. Of course. Um, okay. Am I the asshole for telling my friend she can't sleep over at my place anymore? <clears throat> I live at a studio apartment with my cat. It has a tiny bathroom and balcony. I love my cat more than family members. Period. She knows I live in a studio apartment and have a cat. Apparently, she is scared of cats. <laughs> I just found out, not even allergic, she's scared? What? I just found out today when she visited. While we were up, it was still okay, but she panicked every time my cat looked at her. She asked me to leave him outside on the balcony. I told her that was impossible. <laughs> it's freezing, and I'm not leaving him outside for 10 hours. I told her if she was uncomfortable, she should leave. Period. She declined and said it was okay. Around 11 p.m., she wanted to go to sleep and bring... Hold on. Uh, she wanted to go to sleep and bring the cat outside. I went with my cat outside on the balcony for two hours so that she could go to sleep. I went back in when I was literally freezing. She was still up. I was really upset. I stayed in the bathroom for another hour because I was still cold. The whole time she kept me up because my cat was scaring her. She left around 9 a.m. and I told her it was the last time she would be staying with me. She got really upset and said how I chose an animal over her, called me some bitch and left. I don't know what she told some of our mutual friends, but they called me an ass for upsetting her. So am I the asshole? No. And then there's an edit. I just had a talk with my mutual friend. She told them another story. How I suggested staying with me and I would let the cat stay with my neighbor overnight. I don't know any of my neighbors. I told them what happened. Some of them apologized and some still think I was rude for not leaving my baby outside. I blocked that friend and definitely will do that with the other ones too. Thank you so much for the encouraging words. I just stopped being a pushover. And some of y'all are concerned how I can love my cat more than family members. I wish people like them in your life. I guess the family members. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that was typed weird. But yeah, no, that is okay. The fact that like not only was she like being like a brat and mm-hmm. not she doesn't even have a good reason. She's not allergic. And mm-hmm. like just because the cat was staring at her. 
But shut up. And the poster, the original poster stood on the balcony so that this friend could go to sleep. And the friend was still up when she came in. Like, she went out of her way to try to help. And she still didn't choose that. Like, also, these are, like, some seriously reaching, like, demands. Yeah. You didn't say, hey, can you lock them in, like, the bathroom for, like, an hour when I go to bed? Did I mess up my crochet? Okay. I was just looking at your crochet. I've been crocheting this <laughs> podcast because it calms me down and it like helps me focus when I don't take my Adderall. <laughs> I was just so making sure. I was just making sure that it wasn't coming in, like making. It I know. Smaller. I was kind of worried about that. It okay. Good. Anyways, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I think that those are really like far-reaching demands that you couldn't just lock somebody like lock like first off i would not ask somebody to do this and this is only if they were allergic to the cat but like why would you not start with hey can you put the cat in the bathroom for a little bit for the night not can you put your fucking cat outside in freezing conditions and temperatures that is narcissistic well and then they lied to make they didn't have to tell their friends anything they lied to make themselves look good and said that like makes you the asshole it sounds like she wasn't even invited it sounds like she asked if she could stay yeah like and (laughs) it's so frustrating too because like i hate i absolutely have an envy like i hate um with capital h uh people that assume that they are going to like that you will bend at their every move waking move like the world has to change for you and Mm -hmm. like that's one of those moves like if i was in that scenario and i was like like if if I had a phobia of cats, mm-hmm. okay, so I get I there. I would simply choose to not invite myself to stay with a friend. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, to be like, hey, like, I, I get really nervous about around your cat, and I know, obviously, like, that's your cat. Um, yeah, the first thing would be, like, hey, is it possible to put them in the bathroom? No. Okay, well, I don't think this will really work out. Do you want to go over to my place, or is there anywhere where that cat can stay? Yeah, and to call her like, a bitch when she's like, I prefer if you not come back. Like, are you kidding me? They, they called her a bitch, like the original. <sighs> Am I the asshole for choosing to get married two days before my sister's birthday? Me, 26 male, and my fiance, 26 female, decided last week that it was time to schedule our wedding. And since we want nothing to do with big, expensive parties, we'll just go sign the papers and have us 10 or so closest family members due to COVID restrictions and we we don't like or care for most of our family members, go for lunch Fair. at a nice-ass restaurant to commi- commemorate and nothing more. My fiance is a mathematician, and as one, she likes numbers, specific- specifically two. Me being a massive math nerd as well, we chose February 12th, 1202. Wait, they typed 12th, but I think they meant the second. Okay, February 2nd, 2022 has a bunch of twos. No, they did mean 12. Okay. <laughs> Okay, anyway, 12 is divisible by 1, 2, 3, yeah. and 4, and has a math- massive advantage of being a Saturday, so everyone can come since at least half of the guests are coming from out of town. The thing is, that is two days before my sister, 23 female, birthday. So it would be her birthday weekend. She usually travels for her birthday, so mostly we don't commemorate her birthday with her. Mm-hmm. After scheduling the ceremony, my fiancé and I went to a, a jewelry store to choose wedding wings, rings and whatnot. I sent my sister photos and told her the date she flipped out. It's not the weekend before her birthday. It's her birthday weekend, and she was already planning to do something. Her words. Knowing her, she would probably travel to God knows where on Saturday on friday night and be back by sunday or spend the whole weekend partying with friends she used the opportunity to complain about how recently i went on a lunch date with my mother and didn't invite her (laughs) a little bit of backstory i don't really care for birthdays i think it's just another made-up excuse to go buy stuff i only use it 
for a reason to meet friends and I'm not very keen on receiving presents either oh, okay. due to some childhood trauma. Love that. That said, Throw I respect that in there. I respect when people care for their birthday. Additionally, my sister has an extensive background of making a scene over the littlest things. Like last Christmas, she shouted at me over a board game because I was shuffling while waiting for my turn. This is the part where I might be the asshole. Her birthday barely crossed my mind when choosing a date, and when it did, I just assumed she probably wouldn't be doing much on a Saturday morning apart from maybe being hungover. And lunch on me wouldn't be a horrible idea. I got a call from my father, which prompted me to write this post, asking me if I could consider rescheduling my wedding. Apparently, she has made a lot of noise with my family, how I'm being inconsiderate with her birthday, and they are siding with her because it would make her less cranky, which I find a very weak argument for changing the date. Why should I reschedule my wedding instead of her rescheduling plans she hasn't made yet? Anyway, am I the asshole? <laughs> what? Okay, so this is one of those situations where A, um, the parents treat one of the child children as the only child and gives them a silver, silver spoon, it mm -hmm. sounds like. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, B, if I was in that situation and it was my birthday weekend and one of my siblings was getting married, um, would I be like, oh my gosh, yay, wedding on my birthday weekend free nice dinner on my birthday yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> like honestly at the end of the day i wouldn't be like ecstatic the fact that like my like i wouldn't be like oh choose this day because it's close to my birthday but also it's a birthday and it's also not a big one that you're doing it's your 24th birthday mm -hmm. also like why just do the next weekend exactly if you're going to vegas with some friends do it the next weekend like, it's, a it's not like it specifically needs to be on this day. A wedding can be fun. Yeah. yeah. I, my thing is, it's like, A, it's a celebration. Make it like a small little bundle. If it's just a dinner, I mean, not even make it a bundle because it'll take away from like the wedding. But like, you're going to have so many more years and you've already had so many years to do stuff and you can do it a different weekend. It's not that big of a deal. And they're trying to hope, like they're trying to get people to come to their wedding, like from out of town and you're wanting them to reschedule that no i wouldn't care okay it sounds like they were raised by the same people and turned out drastically different yeah because mm -hmm. he doesn't want presents and she wants all the attention to be on her and so even if my like i have a sister even if she chose to get married on my birthday i still would have been like i mean weird choice but i'll celebrate in a few days exactly like, like right. it's not that big of a deal exactly <laughs> mm -hmm. like obviously if the family it seems like the family cares about her since they're taking her aside for some reason. They're still going to celebrate with you. Your friends are still going to celebrate with you. It doesn't have to be on that weekend, especially since she doesn't already have, like, huge plans. She didn't make, like, a trip or anything. Yeah. yeah. And on top of it, like I said before, it's not a 30th birthday. It's not a 21st birthday or 20th birthday or even a 25th birthday. It's just a 24th it's birthday. It's not a decade birthday. It's not a decade birthday. So it's not as big of a deal as a lot of other birthdays could be. There's no milestone in 24. <laughs> yeah. Even if there no. was, like still celebrate the weekend after. Still can't so. rent a rental car. Still can't rent I was, okay, so there's a comment actually with the same birthday as me. I was born the day after Christmas and have not had to either delay my birthday almost a month to have, and have had to delay my birthday almost months to have party friends that could go or celebrate my birthday at a family Christmas party. It's not that big of a deal. I usually don't even... The original poster is not the asshole because it's not like she couldn't give up one day to celebrate someone else. It's not even her actual birthday. So, yeah. No, that's funny that this person has, like, the same birthday me, though. And I was just talking about that. I was like, I don't I don't delay Christmas. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get pissed at Jesus for, like, creating this whole Yo, ass thing. Big fuck you to Jesus Christ for being born near my birthday. Yeah, I was the OG. 
Yeah. Yeah, fuck you for having a pagan holiday. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pagan fucking birthday. Yeah. So. Like, what about people on leap year? Yeah. It's like they don't even get a day. No, my, uh, my grandma, she was born on a leap day. And so when she was like 80, she kept joking that she was 20. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I love that. But yeah, no, that's that's really funny. Actually, I've thought about that before. But no, yeah, the, obviously, I think this person, it was deemed that they're not the asshole, which I agree with. Yeah. So, we yeah. Are, yeah. We are um, coming up close to the hour mark. Um, and this is our second podcast that we have recorded today. Ooh. Happy New Year. If we seem like slightly dead inside, that's because we've spent the last three hours talking and I'm starting to feel a little insane. Yeah. <laughs> I could take a fat nap right now. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you guys so, so much for listening. If you haven't followed our Instagram, go follow our Instagram at Trauma Tuesdays. Um, And let us know uh, how you feel about this. Send us videos. Uh, Send us videos and your responses to it or something you thought was funny. Um, We might put it on the Instagram. Let me know if you want a crochet update too. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yeah. So yeah, that's 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 it i think that it's good to start the new year with a just a ton of negativity just anger pure sheer anger and i think that that's a great way to start off so i hope that you have an angry year okay (laughs) whoa should we play the outro yes happy new year happy new year Happy, happy happy new year